Hi, everybody. This is Mel. And this is Jill. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. Hey, Jill. Hi, Mel. How's it going? Happy Monday. Um, before we get into anything, I finished Iron Flame and she hasn't, and I'm not very patiently waiting for her to finish. You're not. You're not the only set of people patiently waiting. <laughs> I was in a group thread today. I am blissfully more ahead of someone else in the group. I think she said she was on like chapter ten. It's like, oh dear God, <sighs> yeah. Um, I'm usually like I just haven't had time. I have been. It's- Torturing my husband um, with, with home have, renovation projects. Yeah, which may or may not have ended a hole in my laundry room. <laughs> 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 Oops! Oops! Oopsie daisies! Oh god! Um, he's okay. It was his He's foot. totally fine. He really is fine. Um, he hurt his shoulder, oddly enough. Not the foot, but that's what went through the ceiling. So, um, anyway, we were going to put a, a ventilation fan in there anyway, because it is very, it gets very humid when we use the dryer. Uh, so I told him, I was like, good news. We have the hole. We just need to get the thing and wire it up. That's it. So, <laughs> um... But yeah, so serendipitous. I, yeah, so I spend the weekend doing things like that, um, hanging, helping my husband hang chandeliers and media consoles and curtains, and desperately trying to prep my house for this F one party slash Thanksgiving three days later. So should be fun. I read the book, and now probably. T- Tomorrow or Wednesday, I will start my reread so I can build the timeline and outline so we can talk about it. So to be fair, I did take notes throughout my entire first read. So I do have all of my initial reactions, but I'm going to hold off on like any strong theories until after my second read through, because I feel like I deserve to have a little bit more time to develop those. I agree. I've also been told like those that have finished the book in this other group chat that I am in, many of them have started the reread already because and a lot of like I have questions. So which I'm sure is is exactly what's going to happen to me. I'm not writing mine down because I'm doing a lot of listening, but I am sure as hell sending you voice notes. So she is. She is. Um, I I have made a request that you record your reaction to a very specific chapter. (laughs) Is it the last chapter? No. No. It's the second to last chapter. But no. Okay, good. I wouldn't do that to you. I know you feel awkward as hell. You guys, you don't even know. I have like the literal like most secondhand embarrassment when it comes to that kind of shit. I can't handle it. You're not even to like the best spicy chapter of the book yet. Oh, I know. But see, that's the thing. It's not that it's actually spicy, but if like I had to be forced to read it out loud or know that somebody's watching my face while I'm reading that, then I'm going to feel awkward. I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> I just can't wait for you to get to to this part that I'm thinking about, but I don't want to spoil anything. So, OK. All right. Well. There's no spoilers on on this current conversation of Iron Flame other than I have read the entire thing and Jill hasn't. Well, I'm very excited. I, I'm almost there. I'm at well, I'm not almost there. I'm in the 40s. So. Of a 66 chapter book. I mean. I'll get you're getting there. I'll get there. You're getting there. Anyways, I think you had something you wanted to chat about that was more legitimate than Iron Flame before we get into the four bullet points of this episode. Yes, I saw on TikTok um, that at is Kadabi. Here, I should probably spell it out, shouldn't I? Okay. 
It's at Mrs. Kadabi. M-R-S-K-A-D-A-B-B-Y. Um, and she said she had this conversation with her best friend about if she was dead and her friend had the opportunity to go hang out with Taylor Swift on the day of her funeral, would she be upset if, <laughs> if she went? And I was like, Melissa and I should probably have this conversation. <laughs> Because you're anticipating getting a personal invite to hang out with no, Taylor Swift? No, because if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be you. I'll be the dead one and you'll be the one to end up hanging out with her. Oh, yeah. Um, you're the bigger Swifty. I'm going to be honest. Yes, but that's what that's exactly why I'm saying that. That's exactly why I'm saying that, because that's how this would turn out. <laughs> I would be okay, dead. so if. If I am the one who is dead and you have a choice between my funeral or Taylor Swift, my question is going to be, why can't you bring Taylor Swift to my funeral? <laughs> fair, fair question. Fair question. Uh, I don't expect you to stay the whole time. Just like throw me some deuces, say peace out, bestie, and then like go have a margarita with Taylor Swift. I mean, if I can get it into all one day, I'm gonna, for sure. But I feel like for the sake of the argument here, that's not the, the question. <laughs> They're in like wildly different cities, so you can't do them at the same yes, time? Yes, like okay. let's say logistically, there's no way to do both. I, like, I'm dead. I can't be mad at you if I'm actively dead. So go hang out with T-Swift, girl. Get the tea. Yeah, but are you all like, of the tea? Are you pre mad? No, why would I be pre mad at you? Hey, that's dumb. <laughs> B, I'm giving you verbal permission on something that we are recording and putting out into the public sphere that I'm okay with you going to Taylor's hang out with Taylor Swift instead of my funeral. Deal. For the record, ditto. Feel free. Pass right on up. I mean, I'm just going to say if I had my way, like if it mattered, uh, my funeral would be lit. Lit? Yeah, it's going to be a big ass motherfucking party. Listen, you know, everybody says that. Nobody. No, but zero, nobody zero funerals like are that. actually lit. No. You know it, why? Because funerals are sad. Yeah, exactly. Nobody. Everybody says that. Nobody does it. I mean, okay, I take Because funerals aren't for the dead, it's for the living. Yes, exactly. Jesus so. Christ, this went morbid. Okay, I meant this to be funny. Who <laughs> <laughs> would be your celebrity? That I, like, put, like, okay, insert, because you, like, I am a Swifty, you are a supportive semi-Swifty, I would say. Yeah. I really enjoy, I will not lie to you. I've listened to 1989 Taylor's version like an unhealthy amount of times <laughs> since it's come out because 1989 is one of my favorite albums. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm like thirsty for reputation because reputation is also like the, like the more distance from when it was released, I feel like the better that album gets. Like oh, she yeah. was so ahead of her time with that album. It's just so good. Yeah. Ugh. Um, I don't know if there's a celebrity that I'd be like, no, bitch, you come to my funeral. <laughs> I don't know if there's like anybody that I'm like, that like you would care about. Well, how about this then? Let's say you could pick a funeral, not pick a funeral, pick a celebrity <sighs> That mm -hmm. if I was going to skip your funeral, that's who you'd want me to hang out with. Hmm. I'm thinking, thinking, okay. thinking, thinking, thinking. Um, if there was a celebrity that you would have like a free pass to skip my funeral for, who would it be? See, like, I'm not a like a huge celeb person doesn't have to be a celebrity it could be like a author um, a musician artist something um, 
hot TikTok guy who chops up wood. (laughs) 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 He is entertaining to watch, but no. Um, I know he's in your feed. Don't lie. He's in he's in everyone's feed. I'm on Book Talk. Okay. <laughs> this is totally off topic, but I'm on the side of talk TikTok right now where it's guys with motorcycles going into Barnes and Noble trying to pick up Book Talk girls, like standing confused in the romance section. It is so entertaining. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Just gonna say that. Okay, okay, okay. Because here now I've come across a couple things now with, with related to this. There was one guy who has been like adorably trying. trying okay, like and like giving advice from book talk, yes, like what to wear, like very legitimately trying, and it's very sweet. It's not a creepy way. It's like. How can I put myself out there in the best way possible for these types of women? And then there's the one, the guy with the nose ring and like the really interesting <sighs> eye color. Yeah. Who got oo-wooed. What does that mean? By accident. Okay, I don't buy that. I don't buy that because I saw hers. Okay. Yeah, I saw hers. I saw hers. And, she's- and I was like, first of all, I don't know what the fuck that is. And then, but like the the minute she's like pinned to Barnes and Nobles and then the fucking motorcycle, I knew what she was doing, but I thought she was talking about the first guy, not the, I don't see the other guy very often. I see the the first guy more. I had never seen it ever. Okay. So you're not going to enjoy what the meaning of uwu is. So it is a like style of drawing a cute face. So it's two U's as the like closed eyes and like the W as the nose. (laughs) Um, And it's it's just something people shout at people when they think they're cute. It's like a code V when I worked or a code C when I worked at Disney. What is a code C is a cute person. Like, oh, there's a code C in like row two. So you could talk to the other cast members about the guest you thought was attractive. See, I stopped telling coworkers who I thought people were cute because nobody ever agreed with me. <laughs> so <laughs> when uh, you see like a hundred thousand people in a day at Disney, everybody's got somebody they like. I was gonna say they all probably start to melt together at that point, but oh, you lose faces. Yeah. A hundred percent. I would believe it. But yeah, okay, so I don't buy that that was a whole, like, Do you think it was staged? Yeah, it was staged. Have you seen his TikTok about it? I started to, and then I think I got distracted. I don't remember finishing it. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, and? I don't think it's staged. I think he was just there by happenstance. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause he was like, he was asking book talk to help him find her TikTok So he could like in a non creepy way, try to learn a little bit more about her. We shall see. It was like, it was, they were so close together, literally on my FYP. It was like hers. And then like five or six videos later, it was his. Was like, what so mine earth? was further apart. So hers was in like the morning and his was in the afternoon. Oh, like I- his was much later in the day for me. Yeah, my they were like one right, and I was early too. It was weird. I don't know. Maybe you saw it like the next day after Maybe. it all happened. Maybe, yeah, Maybe that's what it was. All of that being said, I really, honestly, don't know if there was like somebody I would tell you. For, like, I would tell you T Swift because I know how much you love T Swift. There isn't anybody that like I love that I'm like hang out with them in my stead because I'm dead. Not SJM. I mean, SJM is older than us, so she's probably going to die first. Wait, really? Mm hmm. I saw. I saw an interview of her, a clip of an interview with her, but she doesn't look that much older. What if you die in a freak accident? Uh, Well, A, that's not happening. I don't do freak accidents. (laughs) I don't think 
control freak accident. Okay, she's she's not that much older than me. I sound she is she is older than me, but she's only like a few months old. I was gonna say she's not like she looked damn near close to our age. Like, I mean Here's the thing. I would only want you to hang out with SJM if she has written books that I will not get to read and you get to have all of the stories and then you have to come to my grave and tell me all of the story, like plot points that I would not get to have. Okay, that is a excellent idea. I like this because I did like the clip of the interview I saw with somebody asking if we had met Elaine's mate so far. And she elusively kind of sort of said yes. Kind of sort of, but was or like. Her in-game re- like relationship is yeah, what she was saying. Yeah, said something about, like said something, I don't want to cause riots. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> so um, that I feel like would be perfect. I have a new unhinged theory about it. Oh, God. Because I'm re-listening to Akawar right now. How do you do that? How do I do what? I can't. I cannot switch back and forth between the books. How? Yeah. It's just, it it helps a lot if it's in different mediums. So I will typically, this is, I'm insane. I openly admit to being insane right now. I will have a physical book I am reading, a Kindle book I am reading, and an audio book that I'm listening to. And they're typically all different. No. No. No, listen, I'm having a hard time with fucking fourth wing. I mean, iron flame. And then in between iron and between throwing a glass. glass. Like, because, and again, because they have some of the sim, we talked about this like off, mm-hmm. off pod. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Sometimes they have the same kind of like, like they have wyverns. And it's like, ah. It's like sometimes I forget the characters and like they switch and it's like, nope, that's the wrong book. That's the wrong book. <sighs> so, yeah, I don't have I'm very good at keeping those kinds of things straight in my mind. Uh, I don't know why. I just I'm I openly admit that what I what I do is not normal. So like I don't expect anybody to do I'm the just, same thing as I do. So I'm like just anyways, I am re-listening to Akawar and I honestly think I have to do some more sleuthing, a little bit more digging. I think Grayson might come back and be a contender in in the the game of love for Elaine. That honestly wouldn't surprise me. They gave him too much detail. And his own like when you see his first reaction to her after she has been turned, he's mostly just shocked. And it's not yeah. until his father starts speaking that he like rejects her. Yeah. So I think that there's a possibility that Grayson could try to like and I'm not saying he's necessarily endgame, but I think it might become a little bit more complicated of a love story than that. Mm-hmm. I also do, in fact, like Elaine and Lucian together. I have, you know, I have like very unhinged theories. (laughs) I do. Oh, I know. I do like Elaine and Lucian, but I also like Elaine and Asriel. And As, yeah. Okay, I'm going to say this, and this is because I overthink things, is that I. Favor clearly ships Elaine and Azrael together. Like Favor clearly, as you're reading the books, prefers that pairing over Elaine and Lucian. Uh huh. Not that she like dislikes the Elaine Lucian pairing, but she thinks that those two fit together better. She thinks Elaine and Azrael. So I think there's a lot of people who are pushing the Illyrial. Uh, ship because they're buying into the narrative that we're getting through Feyre's perspective, forgetting that she is an unreliable narrator at best. <laughs> this bitch liked Tamlin, was in love with Tamlin. Yeah, well, I mean, there's also lots of other questionable decisions. I'll just say that. Oh. And it's not just her. No. There's a lot of questionable 
Um, <laughs> choices. Anyway, should we talk Wait, about what this la- episode is actually about? Wait, or no? one last thing about the dead. Okay. The, the funeral and the Taylor Swift. So, like, I go get all the secrets from SJM and I tell you, but you have to, you have to, she has to bring Travis Kelsey and you have to tell me everything. Okay. The whole backstory? Yes, because I am dying from like Same. this past weekend. Oh my God. Oh my God. Did you see Kelly Clarkson? Who, A, I love Kelly Clarkson. She, no, it was Drew Barrymore. Sorry, excuse me. She like mapped out, like, if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, would Taylor Swift be able to go? So she has a show in Tokyo the day before the Super Bowl. Yeah. But there is a flight at like midnight from Tokyo to L.A. And then it's just a hop, skip and a jump. It's like a 45 minute flight from L.A. to Vegas. Like no big deal. So if she does that and she like sleeps on the plane, she could, in theory, if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, be at the Super Bowl to support Travis Kelsey. I would die. I just like it's, honestly this, I would watch the Super Bowl. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah I would watch the Super Bowl. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God. That is so fucking cute. Also like just the fact that she changed the lyrics. Like oh my God. That I hope someone in my family gets me something with those lyrics on my, on something. <laughs> a shirt, a sweatshirt. A fucking Karma is a guy, is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight coming home, straight to, home, hell home yeah. to me. Hell yes. Are you kidding me? You know what? It's not even like, this is what it is. And I think this is why I'm enjoying it so much. She's fucking happy. He's yeah. happy. Like, It's so refreshing to see someone who is like so into the person that they're in, like who is willing to just act an ever loving fucking fool. Just so excited to be there. And I don't know if it's true, like that he actually did do the whole like friendship bracelet with his number thing. And like, I hope to God it is because that is the fucking cutest story I have ever heard like that man manifested that shit i mean he she always says that there are guys don't do anything to get her and like even though it wasn't like something extravagant a mad like he went on his podcast and talked about it yep like this man actively wanted to talk to her yeah and like i just they're both so involved and down to earth with their families and like just seeing a celebrity couple so fucking happy to be around each other. Like, I just love it. I just fucking love it. I just. You know what it reminds me of? What? David Beckham and Victoria. Uh, oh, my God. The Spice Girl. Yeah. Victoria Beckham. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. He literally there was one point like he had a game. So he drove from like Manchester where he played to London to see her for 20 minutes and then turn around and went back. Oh, yeah. These guys right now are the definition of if he wanted to, he would, because that is so fucking true. That is so fucking true. Somebody who wants to be in your life will fucking do it. They will make the time. They will make the time. It's like... I understand that shit happens and like you can't always do those things, but like you can tell when somebody's at least putting in the fucking effort trying to make it happen. But Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I hope more men see that and fucking run with it because I think that that is so attractive. And I think men like vastly underestimate how much women find that attractive. Someone being oh, yeah. into them. Be a simp for your wife. Yes! There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, we should probably talk make, about I'm going to make a t-shirt though. that says, um, be a simp for your wife. I, the episode title? No. 
<laughs> Cody's not a simp for anyone except his own ego. Cody takes a Cody lesson from his own ego. <laughs> Title of the podcast. Wait, no, what did you say? I didn't hear what you said. I said, said uh, Cody simps for his own ego. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. We still haven't even talked about it, so who knows? We could come up with some even okay. better ones. Let's go. We we can... Again, I have four bullet points, guys. Like, Let's this see. is not a lot. This is why we spent 25 minutes talking about not the podcast, or not the Sister Wives episode, because I'm going to start this out with not a bullet point, but I fucking need to say it. This was the exact same episode as the previous two. Sorry, that thud is my phone does not like this holder. It like it's too top heavy and it falls backwards <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sorry. OK, I'm going to just hold my phone and not use the holder. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, it's literally there was no new information. McKelty gave us a piece of information about her pregnancy. Everyone was sad because not everyone's always invited to everything. Mary's in Parowan doing Mary things. Cody is being a dipshit doing something else. Janelle and Christine are hanging out and happy as can be. Yeah. Rinse and repeat for the past three episodes. Yeah. I, like, how many more episodes are we possibly going to get? I, I don't know how much else they could drag this out. Like, what else is there? Because clearly I mean, next episode... Peak. Next episode is Robin's... I wanted to sit on the phone with my sister It does seem to be that conversation, or at least part of that conversation. Because wanna- I have a full theory that they're going to split that in over two episodes. Oh, I'm sure they will. But you want to hear what my theory about what that conversation actually is? Hmm. I mean, I know we're jumping around all over the place. Which I'm it doesn't matter. Sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> this just shows you how little there was to talk about in this really? fucking episode. Okay, here is my prediction. This is the Cody and Mary sit Robin down and have the talk about how mommy and daddy are going to have a divorce. But they both very much still love her, and it's not her fault. And they just want her to know that. Because honestly, honestly, Mary's already had the fucking conversation with him. It's Robin. Robin is the only one who has been fucking perpetuating this relationship. So I, I, those words that you see Cody say when he's sitting on the fucking picnic table about like, I have no desire to have her. Like, I think he's saying that to Robin. Like, I have no desire to have this relationship with her. Yeah. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you were correct. We'll see. Okay. Sorry. Back to the episode. We'll see. Back to the episode. That was technically episode. It was just a Sneak peek. Um, So the first thing that we get was McKelty is having two boys. And there's this like Zoom call that happens. And Uh. then like there's all of this like bullshit around this motherfucking Zoom call. Okay. A, uh, no one gets like, I'm sorry. Robin's kids don't get to bitch about not knowing their siblings names and not being included. They weren't fucking on the Zoom call. Yeah. What? Why it, or why are we continuing to hear about how how their family is left out and her children are excluded? Everyone was on that call. Where the fuck were your children? Right. Okay. And I'm going to say something else. And like, this is not a critique of McKelty. It is just a critique of what she is saying. So she's saying in one breath, oh my God, I want my family to reconcile and us all to be back together. But then like Mary is not invited on this Zoom call and is not going to have a relationship with McKelty or either or any of her children. McKelty is allowed to draw the line in the sand and have a boundary. A hundred percent. But then you can't expect full reconciliation within your family. The only, I, I agree And the only thing in my brain that would be such a hard line is like some very clear physical abuse or something to that effect. But I feel Mm -hmm. like if that was the case, everyone would have cut her off. And I don't, I don't feel like everyone has cut her off. Like she's very much not integrated into the family, but nobody has an ill, like there's not a large 
portion that have an ill will towards it. They just don't. She's an afterthought. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't know. It's bullshit, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm like that. You cannot have it both ways. Like if, if there yeah. was some kind of like severe issue like that, then if I don't know the boundaries and I'm speaking totally out of turn, I apologize. But from what I'm seeing, you're being incredibly hypocritical. You're demanding that everybody participate in this to make really Robin and Cody feel included. And you are allowed to exclude who you want, but nobody else is allowed to set those same boundaries. That's, that's not fair. That's not fair. Mm -hmm. So from, from this perspective it's bullshit yeah and it's sad to me that cody has to come to like the logical conclusion of like oh i um didn't like oh it's not about me it's about mckelty and i'm like no no fucking shit dude it's her and tony's gender reveal yeah it's not about you. Like, no, it's definitely not about you. It's not supposed to be. Not everything is about you, Cody. <laughs> um, so the next bullet point is I would also be like Tony and be asking Christine about her dating life incessantly. <laughs> same. <laughs> oh, same. Because so. I'm nosy like that. What you do? What, can I see your Tinder? Can I swipe some for you? Can I read your conversations? What do they look like? All can I set up a Google form that they have to fill out in order to talk to you? Yes. And that way I can pre-screen all the people that you talk to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I liked his suggestion as well. Going by Tina. That was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I think... I understand, like, why Christine clearly felt, like, a little bit awkward. Yeah. But at the same time, they just want her to be happy. I think, though, I don't know if you listened, like, closely to some of the conversation at the table. Because it was, like, a lot of people talking. But there was definitely allusions to Christine having sex with people. And, like, Mm -hmm. her face, she was, like, (gasps) and putting her hands up (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't think Christine wanted to, like, you know, go sow some wild oats by any means. But, you know, if the only thing you've ever had in your life is one person, I'm not going to begrudge you too much of finding some strange just to get it out of your system. Listen, I... For people who believe that that is a, a that that is their choice, good for you. I personally think it's a terrible one. Just the one person, I think it's a bad idea because what if it's bad? Like, what if you don't know it's bad, and like your whole life is like, Mm-mm, no. Find somebody you have good sex with. Helps. It's well. worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's like important yeah a little bit it's important like (laughs) sex is not the only piece of a relationship but it is like a kind of important one yeah but yeah sorry that is all i kind of had to say about that meal i mean it just it feels like christine is the one who's like setting up things for the family to do well yeah they said that in the in the show like this is the Mm -hmm. only part of the family that survived and i would agree yeah but arguably like they were the family the whole time everybody else were was just kind of there yeah yeah and what's your next point because i have a feeling it might be what i think i'm um, it was Christine and Janelle are channeling Thelma and Louise on their on their road trip to Idaho. <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> They're cute. I love their friendship so much. They're and like, they have such respect for each other and such understanding and grace for each other. Like Christine, I think, is just desperate for Janelle to move faster than Janelle is really ready to do. But like every little like inch 
Chris, like Janelle comes down the path of like being done with Cody, Christine is just like cheering her on. Yeah. She's like, did you hear that? Did you hear what she Do said? You know what that means? Do you know what that means? <laughs> she's so funny. But I'm glad um, she means that Janelle wants Cody to be financially responsible for the four marriages. Cause they do have this conversation with Christine's brother, her two brothers. So they're half siblings technically, but it's polygamy. So it's complicated. Um, and they're talking about how Janelle thinks that they should legalize and they being the government should legalize polygamy because then it would better protect the women in polygamy because they would be able to get like a proper, like legal divorce and then, you know, take some of the assets. And it is very telling to me that that is the only reason why Janelle is still associating with Cody and Robin Yeah, is because a lot of her money is tied up in Coyote Pass. And I think to a certain extent, she wants to build on the property. Like she actually does want to be out there, but she doesn't have any interest in them. Like she's done. Yeah. I, I thought it was an interesting thing because it really did kind of, I don't really have a problem with polygamy. Maybe that's me. I don't think it's that big of a deal. As long as nobody is getting hurt. I am talking about Cody Brown version of polygamy here. Okay. When it's happening between consenting adults. Yes. Happening between consenting adults and people are not being abused or hurt or forced or coerced. Like. But I would say that about any relationship. Any relationship. Yeah. Ever. But if If like. Polygamy. Monogamy anything in between right but genuinely i don't really honestly see the harm in it if it as long as you've got consenting adults i also don't see the i mean like legally i don't really understand the intricacies of why they like you can't be married to more than one person i mean other than like you're trying to evade it but like who cares who cares like so it's it's not from a adult perspective it's Polygamy gets outlawed, has been outlawed for so long because they weren't having it happen between consenting oh, adults well, yeah. and they were marrying like 14 year olds. And there was a lot of abuse and a lot of really terrible things going on within the within the religious sect that practiced it. Well, so and that's like in order to so. protect the young girls, yeah. they outlawed it so that if you were found out to having have four, 10, 12 jillion wives that you could be prosecuted for that because you were probably doing other shady ass shit. Yes. To be fair, I, I am aware of all of that. It was more of a like now. And I realize those things still happen. I get it. But like, I don't know the Cody Browns and the Marys and like those, this is the subset of people I'm talking about. If y'all want to get legally married, knock yourselves out. I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah it, to me it's not hugely different than like polyamory like if all of them wanted to be legally married exactly I don't really care um my biggest concern is that it's happening between yeah consenting adults exactly consent we love it oh yeah we love a good consenting moment no, I'm with you. I'm just saying, like in my head, what it like, like big love version of polygamy. Mm-hmm. Those are the people yeah. that I'm thinking of. Well, I guess maybe not because they were a little. That was a little up shit going a, on that show. It was a good show. It's a, it a, it a fictional show. Fictional. Yes. Do you know? Supposedly, he was saying that that show was based on him. Cody has the ego. The size of the Goodyear blimp. Like, who gives a shit? (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, that I think I think it was interesting that her argument was based around financial reasons, though, because Mm -hmm. it is Janelle. That's the thing she's struggling with. Um, The last point I have here, which is going to lead me into unfortunately ranting about how much I dislike Cody Brown, is it's interesting how they attempted to frame this 
sports car. It's a freaking Lexus convertible. It's not even that nice of a car. Um, trailer situation into a similar metaphor of what they did with Mary and the trees at the end of the last episode. And it just falls flat, in my opinion. Like, it's not a good metaphor. Do you want to know what I thought when I saw that scene? Hmm. That means a fucking idiot. What dumbass drives a car into a trailer and didn't measure it to make sure it was going to fucking fit? Who transports a car in a box trailer? Yeah, again, where... That that was the scene that I, I was like, are we for real right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And the guy sells cars, right? That's what he said. I don't and, and they're talking about restoring it. I'm like, it's a 20-year-old car. There's nothing to restore. I just uh- <laughs> He's just really obsessed with this stupid white sports car, which was like a completely impractical vehicle for him to own when he had, you know, three going on four wives and like 15 children. He had to have a fucking sports car. Really? You couldn't have like, I don't know, a nice sedan. So you could like maybe have some people in the back seat. Yeah. Like, like this is fucking stupid. I just I'm. I'm, I think the car going is the best thing ever to me, to me, the car finally leaving Cody Brown's like possession list is a sign of him letting go finally of this dream of himself. He had of being this like king polygamist and like so good and blah, blah, blah. And to me, it's a symbolic beginning and ending of the show, because I think the very first shot of Cody in Sister Wives is him in that stupid motherfucking car. And now I, the car's gone. Yeah. First of well, all. The car's not gone. It's in the parking lot. But yeah. Yeah. First of all, this guy, this Cody that we see talking about the fucking car, the weird manic crazy eye man is back from season one. This is the guy we mm. met in season one. But then yeah. I, I also told you earlier today when we were chit chatting about it, this felt very much like a goodbye episode to me mm-hmm. and this had a lot to do with that feeling with the whole oh this is when I announced to the world that I was a polygamist and, da, 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 da. and then he even said it on the sneak peek not not too long after he's like you know well this is the end of our polygamist marriage and it's like yeah this really does kind of feel like a fucking goodbye here <laughs> I'm going to be really honest. I wouldn't be surprised if this is contractually the last season of Sister Wives and Cody and Robin do not continue filming. And that is why we've had so much self-film stuff and why this season's been a little bit weird because there's no excuse with the COVID anymore mm-hmm. of them not having a film crew there. But if they're planning on canceling the show after this season. And honestly, I'm sure that the ratings for the season are ridiculous. Thanks yeah. to TikTok and all the people talking about it. But I'm pretty confident there. This is a big sign that they're, this is the end of the road yeah. of sister wives. And we're not going to get any more content. It's why we're speeding through the timeline. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, because what else is there to say anymore? Because no one, no one likes Cody and Robin because neither of them refuse to see what they have done to destroy this family. Everybody, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody is rooting for Christine and Janelle. Um, Christine right now is doing very well with her husband, David, but like, and I don't mean this in an awful way, but like once they get established and kind of like fly out of the nest a little bit, I'm not sure I'm going to be super interested. I don't know what else you could do unless Janelle and Christine somehow continue to produce interesting content, which 
they just don't seem like the type. Like at some point they're going to be like, I just want to live my life. I just want to be happy. You know, I just don't see them doing this for very long, especially. And I don't (laughs) see Cody and Robin doing it anymore. Like you said, I, and I also think I was shocked that Cody did that interview with the Mormon people. I was like, there's no way TLC co-signed this interview. Like I was shocked. That's not. Yeah. But if he's out of contract. Exactly. Outside of promoting the show. Exactly. That was my thought. I was yeah. like, the only way he got around this was because he couldn't have been in contract to do this. There's no way. I'm surprised too. And I think they're maybe trying to tee it up to do like maybe one final season where it only talks about Janelle and Christine with them. Kind of on a couple of occasions now, they've brought up was like, oh, well, we're, we're still sister wives. Yeah. Like maybe because they don't want to change the title of the show. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I think that's a good pivot, but definitely like it definitely felt like a goodbye for Mary last week. Mm-hmm. It felt like a kind of a goodbye for Cody this week. And then we'll get Sobbin' Robbins next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, Do you think I wouldn't be sad if the show ended. I wouldn't either. I think it's time. <gasps> Are we done talking about Sister Wives now? <laughs> because I just remembered something. Yeah, I don't really have anything else left to say about the episode. What spurred into your brain? Trash reality TV, but I saw a trailer for something that starts in January. Okay, what is it? Vanderpump Rules. <gasps> yes. It was, uh, they dropped, uh, they played the trailer at BravoCon. <sighs> Ariana's face was like ice cold. She looked real thrilled. Tom makes a really weird scream in the, in the trailer. Yeah. Which Tom? The Tom. Sandoval? Sandoval. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he must be in some kind of therapy because he was like laying on his back and he had a blindfold on, but like a, like a tied blindfold, like a eye mask. Um, yeah. I think he, he may have had his shirt off. I don't really remember, but like you, like you could kind of, you could see him screaming and you know, like you can tell when someone like screaming with every effort, you could see it in like their neck muscles and all that shit. So he was doing that, but it, I don't know. It seemed very therapy looking to me, if that makes sense. I mean, he needs a lot. He's been doing he was on this reality show on Fox with like Jojo Siwa and like other random D-list celebs where they do like Navy SEAL training or like special ops training. And I there I all I've I've seen like two clips of this and one was him in like an interrogation type room with two of the people talking about it and they just had no sympathy for him. They're like, so you cheated on essentially your wife and then the Internet got mad at you and that's why you're here. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it was really hard for me. And they're like, I don't give a fuck. And then there's a clip where he Jojo Siwa carries him. Yep. Fireman carries him. It like fires over to throws that motherfucker over her shoulder and takes off. Yeah. And ah. to me, that is a great uh clip for Jojo. Hell yeah. Hell no yeah. Her. Oh yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, this is gonna be great. But um yeah, Lisa was like in the in the trailer talking about how hard he's had it. He lost his best friend in his business. Ooh, ooh. Ariana also accused him of trying to kill her dog. And she said, she was like, you cheated on me. You like tried to fuck me out of my house. You tried to kill my dog. I'm going to sue you. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was great. It's a good trailer. You should watch it. I will have to watch it. Uh, I know she's on dancing. She's on like a much better 
Yeah, she's uh, doing well. She's on Dancing with the Stars. So. I think she's on GMA tomorrow too, if I heard correctly. Oh, mm. but then there was um, James Kennedy was at BravoCon or somewhere, and they like he was checking into his hotel. They, they had, like set it up for him or whatever. There was a little picture frame, and it had like for the number one guy in the hotel in one in one frame, which was funny. But then in the other frame, there was a worm with a mustache in a picture frame. <laughs> It was a cartoon <laughs> Cartoon worms. Oh, I do love me some Jane's Kennedy snark. It is so worms. delightful. <laughs> oh, he has the best one-liners. Oh, but it does kind of look like Sheena's friends with Tom. N- Schwartz? Uh, 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 Sandoval. <sighs> Yeah. No. It looks like it. I hope not, but it looks like it. No. No one should be friends with him. No. No. No one. All right. I don't think we have any final thoughts of Sister Wives considering we just ditched it for BPR. <laughs> Listen, maybe we should not tie. I mean, like, it's technically the Sister Wives episode, but we could, you know, we could do like. And Jill talk about Taylor Swift and Iron Flame <laughs> and Sister Wives and our trailer. This is just a, a dump episode. A this is just dump. This is a Long Island iced tea of an episode. It's a trash can drink. You put literally every liquor you have into it. <laughs> I don't. You guys couldn't see this, but I literally did the like, huh? <laughs> like, I was like, did somebody reference Long Island Ice Tea? Did did we talk about the Jennifer Lawrence movie? And I just did it. Catch it. Oh. No, it was it was me knowing too much about alcohol. I'm not an alcoholic, guys, I swear. I'm drinking water. I'm actively drinking water. I just know, I know there's a lot of alcohol in a Long Island iced tea. It's a trash can drink. They yeah. just, like, put random shit in it. And I was like, until it tastes good. No such thing. <laughs> you so, don't think Long Islands taste good? Fuck no. I'm, But I'm not a liquor person. Like, You're not. I'm very selective on mixed drinks. Like, I love margaritas. I like Bloody Marys. That's. This is sound, this isn't going to sound weird, list. but I had a jalapeno wine. That oh. might be up your alley. Oh, no, I like wine. I'm, But I was talking about, like, liquor, mixed drinks. Like, but, but it's a jalapeno wine. Oh, I see. I love that. You remember when we were in. I visited you when you were in San Diego and we went to that cute little bar out in Oceanside, I think. Mm-hmm. And they had the best jalapeno margaritas I have ever had in my life. And I have not had a good one since. Well, San Diego's got a lot on where both of us live. Yeah. Though I'm completely happy and content where I live. Um, You're not, but it's okay. There's, there are things I like, but I like being close to my family. Yeah. yeah. I'm not close to my family. I'm close to no one. I got good seafood, too. Yeah, this is... I don't live in a place that has... I trust. I don't trust the seafood. If I was closer to the Gulf, maybe, but... You need to come here. You also need to see the beaches. I know. <gasps> I know. Vegas is this weekend. I know. Yeah, my husband's company that he works for is based out of Vegas, and he had to. He was like, "Do I enter into a raffle to get free tickets?" And I'm like, "You're not going to win, but yes." Did he win? No. I'm sorry. They're probably going to pick somebody in Vegas, so they don't have to pay for airfare. True, but yeah, we'll see how this goes. Like it. Vegas natives are pissed. Yeah, it's kind of. It's, it's not good, honestly. I don't know. Mark, Mark's going to sound 
I'm going to make him sound terrible right now. So he plays the F1 game, right? So they, they didn't hold the track back for Vegas. They dropped it. So people have been driving it on the track, but nobody's ever driven it before. It's the first time it's ever been. But also, this is something that F1 didn't account for, which may or may not be common knowledge, is in Nevada in November, it's actually quite cold at night. Mm-hmm. The desert gets real fucking cold. And it's in the 50s in Vegas at night. And the tires are going to have difficulty warming up. But guess what? They put the pit exit on a turn. Yep. They're going to have. With all of the straightaways on that track, you couldn't have put the pit and exit on a straightaway? Right. They put, I, I don't understand that. And I was like, there is no. There's going to be no grip when they change tires. None. You're going to have crash after fucking crash. Yeah. Or they're going to have to exit pit road kind of under speed. Yeah. This should be interesting. Plus, we are having a big old party. You are. So I'm very excited about this. Did you decide on what your costume's going to be? I did. I did. I, I suggested that she is the white tiger and then her husband could be Siegfried or Roy. I didn't really care which one. Um, but I thought that was a cute idea for I, all of the people who remember Siegfried and Roy in the Tiger show. I do like, I did like the idea. I do like it. He had already decided he was going to be Elvis. So cliche, though. So I had a hard time coming up with something. I narrowed it down to between two things. The first one being Ellen Griswold from National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation in her Waniac outfit. For those of you who don't know what that is. <laughs> Google exists. Google exists, but there is a shockingly little amount of pictures of this outfit. It is a, essentially just a gold dress, like a short, I don't know, mid-thigh dress, long sleeve, scoop neck, and... And it's shiny gold, like obnoxious shiny gold. And then in bright, sparkly letters, it says Waniac, as in Wayne Newton. Okay, <laughs> and that's thin right at the right at the scoop on the neck. And then she's wearing a cowboy hat, also an obnoxiously gold cowboy, shiny gold cowboy hat with Waniac on that as well. Um, that is a difficult costume to find. So that was option one. Option two was the green fairy from Absinthe. I've told this to people and people are like, what? So I'm going to explain the costume, which I now I'm kind of regretting because I'm going to have to explain this to people. Absinthe is like a, an alcoholic beverage, supposedly in the European area. I don't know exactly where um, that like, if you drink it, you hallucinate. Like there's like shit in it. I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly like wormwood or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. um, supposedly you hallucinate a green fairy. For those of you who watched the early two thousands Moulin Rouge movie may remember this. <laughs> there's a whole scene on it. Um, so anyway, in Las Vegas, there is a show called Absinthe, and they have the green fairy is like the main chick in it. So I have a green fairy costume. That does not look anything like Tinkerbell. No, that was difficult, too. Melissa <laughs> helps me find all the pieces. <laughs> I'm good at Googling it was, and searching for things on Amazon. It was good. I, like, I'm actually very excited. I don't think I told you. I also got like green sparkly fishnet tights. To go with no, you it? showed me. Okay. I haven't tried it on, but all the pieces arrived. So I'm going to try, try it on. on before this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. man, we, we were the whole. We should do like <laughs> pop culture, 45 minutes, and a little bit of sister <laughs> And 
smidge of sister wives. So yeah, that has been our episode for today. If you uh, want to check out what is coming up next on Melon Jill Geek Out, P.S. It's going to be Aqua War. <laughs> um, while we work through Iron Flame to get that out to you. But I think everybody deserves a couple of weeks to get through that book. Um, if you want to check all of that out, make sure to go follow us over on Instagram. It's Melon Jill Geek Out. Or if you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next now that the writer strike is or the sag after a strike is Yay! over woo, woo. so much more content is going to come your way soon um you can send us an email over at jill and out at gmail.com again my name is melissa my name's jill and this has been mel and jill geek out bye bye guys i gotta go finish my book <laughs> yeah you do Thank you.